Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Costco killer. Oh boy, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Have you killed at Costco yet again? I killed. Have you, have you slain the sample woman? <laughs> Yeah, she just, limited your sausage intake I left to her one that, toothpick. I left her in that walk-in dairy refrigerator. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. So many different kinds of dairy in there. You just got to buy four gallons at once. Yeah. You can have any dairy you want if you buy four gallons. There's also kombucha in there. Yeah, well, now there's a dead body, apparently. <laughs> no, nah, I just fucking destroyed Costco. I just, Whoa. Here's what happened today, Jordan. What? I got up early. Mm-hmm. We're recording on a Sunday. Yeah. I got up early to go, go to the flea market. This is the Rose Bowl flea market, biggest flea market on the west coast of the United States. Takes me about long may she reign. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it takes me about four or five hours to do that mm-hmm. fully. So I get there at like seven. Mm-hmm. Go home seven thirty. I get there. I go home mm-hmm. at eleven thirty or noon. So seven thirty, get there, do like a, maybe an initial sweep, maybe around ten, crank off in the port of John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Grab beautiful a little lunch. You know, there is a beautiful bathroom at the Rose Bowl flea market. It's not Porta John's. I Jordan. In the middle, the Rose Bowl flea market does not take place in the Rose Bowl. Before I moved to Los Angeles, I always imagined it taking place yeah. inside the Rose Bowl. You having to dodge football players. Yeah. I, I, but I always thought that would be a great place to have it. You 85,000 seat or 100,000 sure. seat stadium. Yeah. Just put it right down there in the middle of the field. No, it's in the giant parking lot that surrounds the yeah. Rose Bowl. But in this parking lot, there is like a, there is like a Spanish – and we're talking about a 10-minute walk mm-hmm. from the stadium itself. A Spanish-style Hacienda-type building. Oh, I can see it now. Inside there, there are tiled – Wall to floor urinals. Yeah. Like you just pee on the wall and it goes down into a sort of trough in the floor and flows away. Sounds like an amazing place to crank off. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're stinky, but it's worth it. Sure. Well, to some of us, that's a positive. So I got home to my family. Mm-hmm. My family was a little ragged today. We went to Legoland yesterday. All the kids are a little bent out of shape. Yeah. And I have to contribute to the family. Mm-hmm. But here's the catch, Jordan. I don't want to look at or talk to these people. No. <laughs> this is definitely if time. Yeah, especially if they've got the post-Legoland slumps. God, these people. Is going to Legoland like doing like ecstasy where you do it? <laughs> yes. The, the, your, brain, your brain fires off all its dopamine at once. Yes. And you feel amazing. Yes. You could. Everyone is beautiful. You could touch the sun, <laughs> and then the next day you're you're powerfully depressed because your brain has has used up all its dopamine. Is that what going to Legoland is like? And then you just have to lay in bed and drink Gatorade. Yes. Our guest, by the way, from the <laughs> Illusionist, Illusionist, and uh, Answer Me This podcasts, our friend, also from. The country of England, mm-hmm. though she currently has a peripatetic lifestyle. <laughs> currently from the sovereign nation of Legoland. Currently living in the urinal at the Rose Bowl <laughs> Helen Zaltzman. <laughs> Helen, Hi. great to have you back on Hi. the show. Thank you so much for having me back. In you- response to your question, Jordan, yes. I think that is what was going on at my house. So this was my plan. Sure. I looked at my family. I surveyed the scene. 
I got a little lunch in myself. Went in the fridge, got some lunch. I took my daughter downstairs. We watched two episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, the one where they get a pool and the one where Bart gets an elephant. Oh, great episodes. <laughs> Fucking tremendous. Yeah, those are really good. Uh, my daughter really liked uh, the part at the end of the elephant episode where the elephant uh, that they adopted was uh, bu- bumping with its head onto the other elephants, <laughs> yeah. and then Homer was doing it to the gamekeeper. <laughs> yeah. He likes peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it was about 1 o'clock, one thirty. My patience for my family and children had run out. Yeah. But I had another five hours or six hours before I could come here to do this podcast that I had to fill with things that I could credibly claim were beneficial to my family. <laughs> like I wasn't – the Sunday morning going to the flea market, even though it's work, it's my job. You know, I'm shopping for the Put This On shop. That is my discretionary time. That is the time on the weekend that I get to do what I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So the time between that and coming to Jordan Jesse Go, a work job that I do on Sundays, I have to, it has to be vitamin filled. Right. I have to contribute continuously throughout that period of time. You can't just roll down a hill. No. <laughs> and no one warned you about this before you impregnated your wife thrice. <laughs> no. I just thought we were out there. Having a good time, that roll, is, this is, rolling down a hill. That is not. That is nowhere to be found in what to expect when you're expecting. Honestly, I didn't even know that what we were doing was where babies come from. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, there's some gaps in your education, it sounds like. Speaking of which, I got to get home quick because otherwise my fire is going to go out and all my family is going to die of cold. Oh, oh boy. Because uh, I got to keep that fire burning forever. Sure. Well, don't forget to... Drill holes in their skulls so the evil spirits can escape. <laughs> They're probably filled with evil spirits. So I did the obvious thing. Uh-huh. I went downstairs and put together an IKEA bookshelf. Oh, g- oh g- quick, just lovely. quick, quick diversion, yeah. Helen. So you're you you and your husband, I would say, I would say have 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 been long bitten by the travel bug. You like to travel, you like to visit and do kind of tourist things. Is that a it, fair characterization? It's a good time. You, lo- you lost your lease in London three years ago. Yeah, in 84. Uh, <laughs> moved in with your brother for a while yeah. in his attic mm-hmm. and then just decided to no longer have a home. Right. Exactly how it happened two and a half years ago. In your touristing, have you visited either the Rose Bowl or Legoland? No, but I did go to Disneyland for the first time last week. Oof. I... I I saw that on Facebook. I have many questions. Um, what is Disney? What is Disney? What is land? <laughs> sure. Uh, did you kill the giant mouse? Uh, that is why I'm banned from Disney. Oh, yeah. But it was terrifying. Sure. Giant mice. Um, how was it? How was your first trip to Disney? Was uh, it your first trip to Disney? It was my first trip to any kind of Disney thing. Okay. Was it just you and your husband, Martin, or did you bring children? I did not bring children, and I'm pretty glad that I didn't because it seems like an awful effort to go with children. It was a lot of extra work. You know, they they act like it's for kids, but I really disagree because a lot of it seems like a kind of psychedelic trip. It's <laughs> sort of not for anyone. <laughs> I, I mean, kids will might enjoy it the most out of any demographic, but it's very difficult to bring them. It seems like a, a nightmare. I think um, – so a friend of mine um, got into it as an adult about a year ago and right. he was like you've got to go you've got to go he has three kids but he prefers going alone wait so he 
picked it up in the course of the last year. It's gone from him not having gone there to him to it being his lifestyle. He's he's gone several times alone and with kids, his own. Wait, just by him? He goes solo. He goes solo as a meditate. Well, I mean, Jordan, Jesse, Jordan, I've 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 turned you on. Now I don't know. I know that Universal Studios has this, but mm-hmm. does Disney have the solo rider line? Yes. So, which is like the carpool line in the roads, but for right. theme parks. But for lone theme park yeah. <laughs> wanderers, so you can't drive to there quickly, but you can take advantage <laughs> once you're in. Right, exactly. Yeah, you'll be stuck in traffic on the way down, but then you're just on Splash Mountain as many times as you oh, want to yeah. go. Jordan, I have a question for you, friend. Yes. You grew up in Mission Viejo, California, right? Of, of mere minutes from mm-hmm. Disneyland, yeah. you were a Disneyland annual pass holder as a team. Yeah, yeah. Possibly as a child as well. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, we was uh, it was like a year in high school. It was like my Disneyland year. Yeah, when I look, I saluted Mission Viejo. I said hello to Jordan's childhood and my grandparents' ghosts right there in Mission oh, Viejo, yeah. California. Sure, Leisure World is where my grandparents' ghosts live. <laughs> wow, they still haunt. <laughs> yeah. They haunt it to this day. Yeah, sometimes they go go to the claim jumpers or the Marie Calendars. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, They're, I, Leisure World, if I remember, is close to the Laguna Hills Mall. Great El Torito over there. Oh, yeah. One that of the would best. be a great place for ghosts. <laughs> one of the best. So ghost, lo- ghost love table side guac. <laughs> it's just better than for the living. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, did you ever go, in the time that you lived right by Disneyland uh-huh. and could go for free, uh-huh. uh, or that you had already paid, Yeah. Uh, did you ever go by yourself? No. It was, you know, so my Disneyland going, uh, my, my during my Disneyland year, it was like I was going because it was a big thing that, like, the drama club goobers did. Right. They would get, and the drama club goobers in my high school, and I say goober very affectionately. Yeah. Um, I, and I consider. I my, see the twinkle in your eye. Sure. And I consider myself to be one of those goobers. You self identify as goober. I self identify, yes, exactly. Um, I say it with a lot of rub and, love and respect for my goober heritage. Um, and the off-storied on Jordan Jesse Go bubble pipe you carried at the time. Yes, exactly. Really identified you, even had you not self-identified. Right, exactly. Yeah. Helen, in high school, I was random <laughs> and proud of it. Bubble oh, I fun. wanted everyone to know how random I was. Bumble pipe is fun, Jordan. Yeah, bubble pipe's fun. So uh, if you're going as a high schooler, are yeah. you going... In an ironic way or in a in a genuinely fun way disguised as ironic? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of both. It, I, I would say that probably the middle one is more correct. I mean, I think a big part of, like, a big co- part of goober culture was, like, we don't do drugs and we're proud of it. You know, while those other kids are killing their brain cells, I mean— we're so random as it is. Can you imagine? You know, so there was a lot of like finding like goofy, wholesome shit to do um, because of like the I don't know if it was exactly it, but there was that there was a kind of prevalent youth group culture, like a kind of a hip Christianity and that. And I think that kind of spread its tendrils out through my social circle, which led to a lot of like. Going to Disneyland or like seeing a Pixar movie at midnight, you know, yeah. a lot of just kind of like, go- but yeah, with a little bit of irony, but also just kind of like, you know, jovial positivity. That sounds um, very nice. Yeah, it, yeah, not a, a, of 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 dumb shit to be into in high school. It's uh, just fine. So, uh, but I mean, I I've been thinking a lot about this, and I saw your 
photos of Disneyland on Facebook. And I was thinking, you know, new year, 2020, new possibilities. Maybe this is the year that I try to become a Disney adult. Hmm. Like your friend who goes to Disneyland alone. I don't know if I would want to go alone. Pin swapping is a great way to meet hot babes. I have <laughs> I have a denim jacket. Uh-huh. I can cover that in <laughs> Lightning McQueen cars pins pretty easy. A lot of single women there, I assume, like all the princesses. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> right, exactly. They're generally betrothed, at least. Or looking. Yeah, sure. Um, we uh, we were staying with a friend uh, after we got back from Disney who said that this uh, girl invited him to Disney as a second date. And that put him off because that was too strong. Oh. At what level of date would you go to Disney with someone? Boy, yeah. I mean, that is one of those things where it is just such a time commitment. Um, and you're really I mean, trapped there for a long time. Yeah, you. I mean, it's 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 so cute and fun in theory, but I think practically that could that could go south. It feels like sixth date, right? Well, sixth date, great. I yeah. went on my 18th anniversary with my husband, so it took us that length of time <laughs> to, to know be, that you'll be comfortable to be at the Disney stage. Yeah, and it's you know even if you have a pass, it's expensive. You gotta fucking park. You gotta pay for the expensive kind of bad food. So it's you know that's a it's a pricey second date. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think that I would be wary of that. I recommend, I recommend Legoland all the way. Really? You're Here's Lego, the advantages. You're a Legoland stan. Is Here's it, the advantages of Legoland. How you do people consider the land. it? If you go as an adult unaccompanied by children to Legoland, then though, you're definitely a molester. 100%. Right. <laughs> so 100%. this rules it out for me and Jordan. Unless we borrow children, which in so many ways would be worse. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think if you go to Disneyland solo, you could just be a dweeb. Yeah. Right. But if you go to a goober, yeah, 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 absolutely. But if you go, if you're going to no, maybe alone, maybe a group of dweebs are goobers, uh-huh. but a lone goober is a dweeb. I think you were right. Thank on that. you. Sure, I'll go back. Yeah, got to brush up. This could be a good episode for the illusionist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Collective nouns has probably never been suggested, right? And so this dork taxonomy. <laughs> Um, semantics of all these things. The thing about Legoland is these are the advantages of Legoland, relative advantages. Less popular. Mm-hmm. More Lego. <laughs> uh, less expectation that anything there is for an adult. Mm-hmm. Like I find that when I'm at Disneyland, I find something that feels like maybe it's for me, but it's not for me. It's not for me. Like it could be for me. If I w- wanted to be there or liked that kind of thing, but if you were someone else, maybe it's yes, for you. But like at at Legoland, no, it's always for a five year old. No matter what it is, it's for a five year old. Some things are for a nine year old. Some things are for a four year old. Uh, but just in general, nothing is for me. So I don't feel pressure. To like anything on my terms. Also, at Legoland, is anyone dressed as Lego? A little tiny bit, but, but not like not the Disney a, it's, stuff. It, that is a lot of pressure. I feel like when I when I interact with a costume character, I feel a lot of pressure. Or if you see a lot of people wearing Lego bricks on their heads, huh. I now yeah, are people silhouette. just dressed as a I red will, Lego piece with six notches. I will say this: uh, there was some kind of Lego competition happening at Legoland, 
uh, that involved, I'm going to say, middle schoolers. So, yes, there were some people with Lego hats, uh, like hats made out of Legos. Uh, But in general, uh, Legoland is less of a thing and for that reason, more enjoyable to me. Have you been to the Madonna Inn just oh. outside San Luis Obispo? Talking about I have. urinals, incredible urinals. I mean, they theirs is a boulder wall with a waterfall. Yeah. yeah. How do you like that? Can you just I, – I think the Madonna Inn is totally worth talking about. You, you've been. Yes. Can you des- Can you describe it for people who have not been? Well, it's a hotel uh, built in the 50s by an absolute legend called Alex Madonna and – all of the rooms are different themes, like even down to the light switch covers. Someone has made a lot of decisions about the decoration of dozens of rooms. And uh, there's a lot of pink. There's a lot of things made out of boulders, such as showers, urinals. Yeah. There's like an animatronic doll on a swing over the dining room. It's, uh, it's, it's like the happiest a, place on earth. It's like a kitsch extravaganza, right? It is. And yet it's so sincere and, that I adore it. And it pretty explicitly for sex, right? Like it definitely has a like this was supposed to be very erotic in 1959. I don't know what got people off in 1959, but I will say once uh, we stayed there impromptuly on a uh, drive down from the Bay Area to Los Angeles and the room that was left and therefore our room was one where the bed was a wagon and the table was a giant pair of bellows. And the lamp wow. was made of guns, and the ceiling was made of blue glitter. I'm pretty and horny. It was. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about that that urinal that uh, Helen described. Sounds hard as a rock, wet as a river to me. <laughs> yeah, it basically yes, it is basically the stream illustration from our boater T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there yeah. you go. I went. I was actually a, uh, some friends of mine got married at the Madonna Inn. Oh, so fun. like we all, you know, it's maybe like two hours from LA. So like everybody drove up and stayed at the Madonna Inn. Which room did you have? So I was in a like admiral room, like a sea, like not a pirate room, but like more of a master and commander right. type room. So a legal maritime room, not an illegal one. Yes, okay. exactly, and. And I was there, like, by myself. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But it just felt, like, so wasteful to be in there by myself. You should I'm have like, invited, like, eight people to crew the ship. Yeah. I could have, I could have assigned a first mate. I could have had, um, uh, I don't know, I know no other sea designations. What's another boat job? Admiral? No, that's me. I'm running the room, so I'm the admiral. Uh, uh, and then I get a first mate. The person stopping cruise ship people all getting food poisoning? Yes. Deck, deck swabber? Decks, yeah, sure. Shuffleboarder? Yeah, shuffleboarder. My dad was in the Navy. He was a projectionist. Okay. Wow. I could have one of those. And bomb loader. Right. Well, wow. Well, one's better than the other, job-wise. Sure. Um, but yeah, it if you drop like... the movie, you don't explode. Right. Yeah. Um, but it did feel weird being a solo person in a heavily themed hotel room. Did you make the best of it nonetheless? Yes, I did. <laughs> Put on a captain's hat and jack off. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Helen, what I was our, even though it wasn't a pirate room. Helen, what was your, was, so it was just you and Martin at Disneyland, your husband? Yeah, just him, because it was our anniversary and not other people's anniversaries. Do you have any emotional attachment to the, 
to the Disney to the oeuvre of the Disney brand. I don't. I didn't really grow up with a lot of Disney stuff, and even if I had liked it, I would not have been able to show that in my family because it would have been perceived as a weakness and <laughs> used against me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Did you do? Did you do Star Wars stuff? Not really, but then I think I was... So apparently the first film I saw was um, one of the original Star Wars, but I was in a basket under the cinema seat. <laughs> um, and then I grew up in a Star Wars gap because I was born in 1980. So then oh, sure. I was old enough for the prequel trilogy, which I did not enjoy. Sure. but not Well, but they're very bad movies. <laughs> yeah, proper I can shit. say this. I'm a medium Star Wars guy. <laughs> I will say that the Star Wars area of Disneyland is very impressive. Yeah, I was going to ask. It's I'm, beautifully done. Yeah, I'm... Even I'm, though I don't I haven't, give a shit. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I would like to. And I, I, my equivalent is I give like... I give a very small shit about <laughs> Harry Potter, but Universal Studios has a Harry Potter land that that blows my mind every time I walk into it. So. I, I there is a there is a strong part of me that wants. So the last time my kids went to Universal Studios, I talked they were going to Harry Potter land. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Harry Potter. Uh, not least because, it, as it turns out, J.K. Rowling's a world-class asshole. Oh, yeah. But um, uh, but this was before we knew that, anyway. Sure. And hopefully they haven't worked that into the theme park. Right? Yeah. Here's <laughs> the turf coaster. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't ride it. You'll notice the bathroom signs, kids. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Here it comes. Uh, what a heel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, when that got planned, right. there was literally a moment where Teresa, my wife, said to me, I know that you don't like theme parks. I'm, I'm working this out. My cousin's going to come with me. That way you don't have to go if you don't want to. And I said, well, I would, go, I would like to see Simpsons Land. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're not going to Simpsons Land. We're going to Harry Potter area. And I was like then yes, by all means. <laughs> sure. True, go without me. I think but she, Star Wars uh, Land and Simpsons Land, these are things I'm kind of interested in seeing, but not enough to pay $100 to get into a theme park. Sure. What about if you moved down to Anaheim and then you get the residence discount so uh, you can see the see, Star Wars thing for if, cheap? If I could just get one electric bill mailed to my grandparents' ghosts... <laughs> Then I could get that I could get that res that sweet residence discount. But otherwise, you know, I'll just hang out in downtown Disney. Yeah. Just hit the get Irvine some, Spectrum. Get some sandals at the Sanuk store. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I'd like to go to the Harry Potter Universal thing. So I've always wanted to go to a theme park themed around Britain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is just kind of England land. Imagine. The, the you know, the bathrooms are called privies. <laughs> and the piping leads to nowhere. Right. <laughs> um Although I have been to Lake Havasu City, which does have a kind of Wee Britain thing going on. What's that? Lake Havasu City. It is uh, on the border of, uh, it's just over the border in Arizona. And some guy bought a London bridge and shipped it all the way out here and then had to make a lake so that the bridge could span something. (laughs) And there's a theory that he thought he was buying Tower Bridge, which is the one that foreigners always think of as London Bridge with the towers and the the cool opening bridge but it's really just a stone bridge and then they've built like a a little english style pub and phone box and a fountain with some griffins on uh also lake havasu city has the distinction of uh, well the lake havasu is where uh, pamela anderson and tommy lee filmed their sex tape really oh. yep. where nice. where the world they just where the world learned about tommy lee's crank <laughs> his prodigious crank um 
did, did you and that's like it's like Lake Havasu is a famous spring break destination. And they spring broke. Wow. Uh did you did you when, when did you I were go there, on spring break? When you were there, did you see any rowdiness firsthand? Did you see any beer bonging or um, that is very much my you know. scene. Yes, I know. You um, love a... Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe we were a tad late for spring break, but... Um, Helen Edward Forty Hands Zaltzman <laughs> over here. Um, but we did go to a restaurant for dinner, and I noticed the women were extremely dressed up, and the men were wearing, like, um, shorts and yeah. flip-flops and walked as if they had very sunburnt testicles. <laughs> yeah. I believe you know the, the gait It's a that classic I mean. American sure. walk. Yeah. Or, or the testicles, to be fair, could have been damaged on a jet ski. There's a lot of <laughs> things much. that could have gone wrong. Filming with, a sex tape. I mean, right. they were probably on a jet ski. That's why their hat's on backwards. Otherwise, it would blow off. <laughs> exactly. It makes uh, all the sense. So that's the equivalent effort of like being a very dressed up woman and a man with flip flops and sunburn balls. How was the how how was the maintenance? How was the condition on that bridge? The bridge was very nice. The Wee Britain stuff was looking a little shit. Yeah, well, the Griffins, the statue, the fountain Griffins. You know, they they're not meant to be under a relentlessly sunny sky. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. If they're trying, if they're going for accuracy, it should be the other way around. London's in great shape, but London Bridge. That's falling hey. down. <laughs> well, maybe that at 6 p.m. every day they could make it fall down by pulling a lever or something. Oh, That'd be fun. Anyway. That's what Disney would do, right? That is what Disney would do. Yeah, the mm. right. The clock would strike six and uh, the bridge would fall down and then magically put itself back together again. I'm uh, I, I'm going to record a bonus episode for the Max Fun Drive mm-hmm. of One Bad Mother, my wife's podcast, uh, with her co-host, uh Biz's husband, Stefan, mm-hmm. Stefan Lawrence, an old friend of ours uh, from our sketch comedy days. Stefan designed some cups in Star Wars land. Cool. Whoa. Yeah, he posted a picture of him on Facebook. He's like, yeah, these are my triangle cups I invented. Do they? Ha- I mean, I'm sure they have backstory. Yeah, I think uh, some some in space... Some cups are shaped like triangles. <laughs> sure. And, and you not, are a medium Star Wars guy. And not just in Jordan. Not just ones that you use to get slightly inconvenient water out of one of those office water jugs. Yeah. You know, when you can't get the kind that I you do. can make the cup bigger by squashing it out. A uh, foldy cup. You know what I'm talking about? Helen, as someone who, as someone who doesn't – what was your – how did you feel about Star Wars land? Well, I was very impressed by – the look of it, it's it's really beautifully done and they had like even their own Coke bottles, which are spherical and the Coke logo is recognisable but not actually saying Coca-Cola. They've done cunning Star Wars-esque versions of things. But we went on the rides and those involved some participation with people in performance mode, which I cannot stand and have a borderline phobia of. Mm. And so I was just uh, furious and afraid the whole time. Yeah, that you would have to be forced into some improv. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, well, if I'm going to perform, I want to be paid. I, every time I see a costume character or somebody in one of those things, I have a sense of mortification. But then also, I just want to like, I just want to be like, I know this is a hard job. And yes. you're, you're doing your best. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. that, that's all. I don't want to talk to Goofy. You don't have to do it to me. I respect you. <laughs> yeah. Just do it to someone else. <laughs> well, also the Star Wars characters, because uh, except for Chewbacca, they're they're just as people. They're not completely encased in foam, right? right. So you can I see their whether expressions. The kids are like, and... well, you're not the real one. And you then know, it, yeah, and it seems like a lot of the Star Warsing that's going on in Star Wars Land are from like 
stormtrooper first order type people who are you know analogs for Nazis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's okay. a lot of being screamed at by. Yes. Well, on the rise of the resistance ride, which um, is the hot shit at the moment, because yeah. it only just opened. Um, there's a lot of standing in line to get on it. And during that, people who were dressed in in quite a Nazi-esque way in sort of beautifully cut black suits and stuff kind of uh, hurl insults at you. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm here for fun. That's what our our friend Stefan, who's married to Teresa's co-host Biz, that's his job. All day, he writes things for people to experience in line at theme parks. Wow. It's it, he's done an incredible job, but this part of it I disliked because <laughs> I don't I don't want to stand in line for someone to call me a jerk. Well, I think he primarily does it for like a, you know, a soon to fail Snoopy theme park in Dubai or something. <laughs> it's unusual that he works on something in Southern California. Yeah, what novelty for him. Um, but other people <clears throat> might love it because some people love negging. I have seen the I've seen like videos of like the. The actors who play Ray, mm-hmm. like interacting with little kids, and it's goddamn adorable. It's great. It's like the good, ver- like I have never liked, also never liked being having to like do a little skit with someone while I'm doing a theme park thing. But like them, them being in character with little kids is very cute. Yeah. Well, you don't have to interact with the people who are doing the character work outside, but in the ride, you kind of have to interact with people. Oh yeah, which is a hard no for me. Sure. Did, they... uh, did you did you eat or drink anything? Did you go in the the cantina? <laughs> uh, did you see the triangle cups? No, my husband bought some blue milk, which came in a round cup, right? And is not real milk, but it's certainly milky in mm-hmm. appearance. Yeah, it's a kind of like a yogurt slurry, from it's, what I understand. Yeah, or or something else that's not real milk, but milky in appearance. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. They milked one of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was a male character. It was a male, yes. It's a, the, the blue milk is semen. <laughs> yeah. What's can... the green milk? Well, <laughs> it's not exactly semen, Jordan. Oh, boy. It's blue semen. Oh, okay. <laughs> With a fruit flavor. What yeah. you get when you jack off a Smurf? Hey, I'm a... Look out! Oh, I'm a... Oh. This is... I'm a guy. Yeah! I'm a... I'm walking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to jack off a Smurf over here. I'm a comic you would see on a TV show after Saturday Night Live in the '80s. Yeah, pushing up our sleeves over here. Sure. Um, yeah, I really want to. I'm I'm very anxious to visit the Star Wars land, and yeah, and I feel like all of the, I feel like all the people in my like social group who are having the most fun seem to be the Disney adults. And hmm. I, I would like I I I would like the chance to experience the lifestyle. I don't know if it's for me, but I at least want to be. You want to experience fun. I want. Yeah, I want to see what I want to see what being a Disney adult is like. Can I tell you something? Yeah, maybe the two of us mm-hmm. could combine our passions, right? And we could go to Dapper Day at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, Dapper Day! All you need is one suit that you apparently bought at a costume store. Boy, I don't know that I, I – that seems very high-level Maybe Disney some adult. clip-on suspenders. That seems very high-level Disney adult to me. I don't Pre-tie know if I'm, bow tie. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Top I shoes? think, well, goth, goth day? Bat day? Oh, Bats day. Yeah, I could do goth day. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> the perfect chance to wear my fishnet bodysuit. I like that goth day feels more accessible to you than the suspenders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Can you go just dressed as uh, characters owned by Sony? Oh, like go as Shrek? <laughs> oh, man. That's a fucking great idea. That I'll is be, a good idea. Can I go as Sonic? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, now I'm going to be Tails. That sounds good. Oh, because he can fly. He can do that helicopter thing. That's true. That is pretty. You know good. what I mean? That is a funny idea. Is going going as other characters and pretending like a wizard sent you there or something. <laughs> Go as Spider Man. Yeah. It's all sorts. Oh, of I problems. think Disney owns Spider Man. No, now. I thought it was. Oh, do they? Yeah. Don't do that. So how come they don't got Spider Man land? Oh, then? it's it's coming. They're gonna build a Spider Spider Land. <laughs> Yes, yeah, they're gonna. Uh, California Adventure's gonna have a big Marvel thing, and which will include a Spider-Man ride. Oh, oh, Spiderland isn't that the name of a Slint album? <laughs> Probably <laughs> Slint theme park. Hello, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. Oh man, you know what I'm gonna do when I get to Spiderland? Mm. Head straight for J. Jonah Jameson's office. Have him give me the business. <laughs> that would be oh, a costume character as I would love to have him like yell at little kids. Go get me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Maybe that's something I can do in my like old age. Maybe once I go distinguished gray, which yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think that's a go be a good look for me. I mean, I think if do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna be comfortable giving up his signature brush cut in favor of your wild curls? I'll uh, I'll I'll have it I'll have it chemically altered to be, to be his famous <laughs> oh, brush cut. Chemically altered, yeah. <laughs> chemically castrated, perhaps. Yes, I will become. Yes, once I <laughs> that will happen castrated. once you once you go to uh, once you get caught going to Legoland by yourself. Right. Yeah. You my... can wear a gray Lego brick on your head for the. Oh right yeah, setup. sure. I'll be the Lego Jonah Jameson. I think that'll make sense. <laughs> They'd love it. God, yeah, I'd love to meet. I'd love to meet the real Spider Man at a theme park. That would be great. There's like oh. a spider. There's like there's there's you can see videos of they've built a Spider-Man robot that can jump from rooftop to rooftop. Oh, I guess it's fuck. going to jump around. It's you're fucking shitting me. Yeah, no, it looks robot it is, parkour. Yeah, it wow. is very. It is it is at once cool and very terrifying because it does seem to be like oh this could be this is the start of humanity's undoing. Like well, this is just get a guy who's super sticky and good at jumping. Yeah, I mean, I think the robot's cheaper, honestly. Wasn't yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean the start of humanity's undoing? Because when those animatronics become sentient and go bad, yeah, like they really don't have morals. That's a good point. They've been trapped in there a long time with their boring-ass story. <laughs> right. Can I, can I ask you guys a labor question? Just on the question with the robots being cheaper and stuff like that. Because yeah. it was pretty expensive to build a robot. That's true. What do you think a really sticky guy who's good at jumping gets? 20 bucks an hour? Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta buy the radioactive spider to bite him. Yeah, I think that's your your entry level cost. Well, like, who what, knows? Maybe he got bit by a radioactive, uh, you know, one of those hands that comes out of the gumball machine, and you, and it sticks. on Yeah, stuff. I don't think those. I don't think those can bite. I guess I don't know if those could puncture the skin, right? Because it would need to get the radioactive material into the bloodstream. What if you ate one of those? Yeah, I'm asking, that could do it. That could uh, do it. I'm asking for a friend because. Oh, did you eat? Did you swallow one? Well, I I kept it in the. You know how when you put the, get it comes out of the gumball machine, it comes yeah. in that plastic, yeah, sort of case case kind of thing. Yes. I just took. I. You I mean, my was, friend you thought it was a gummy. Your my friend, friend, your friend, your friend right through it. My friend swallowed friend, the whole. He Jesse Vorna. <laughs> he thought it was medicine. Yeah. Oh. So you, what, what was your friend? What ailment did they have that they were going to a gumball machine to find, to find relief from? Lockjaw. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I was going to say gumball shortage. Mm. <laughs> also that. Gumball deficiency. They often go hand in hand. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. God only knows why I can jump so good, though. Yeah. Who knows? Those things can't jump at all. That's that's very true. Last year, when I was doing an illusionist uh, live show in Auckland, New Zealand, I met someone who worked at the theatre who, she had a spider bite that had not given her any powers but had really fucked up her hand for months. Um, and we talked about that for ages. And then when she left, someone was like, you know, she uh, was uh, on the cover of David Bowie's China Girl album and uh, they used to go out. Wow. And I was like, and I've just talked to her about her bad thumb for all the time that I'm going to spend <laughs> You could have been hearing about Bowie's Craig. Right. You, but you oh, know what? You built a bridge to bro to Bowie's crank, and now all you have to do is next time you're in Auckland, you just traipse across. Sure. Hey. How's that thumb? Tell that's... me about the crank. <laughs> See, it's that easy. That's the, that's the power the spider bite has conferred, but on me, not her. I imagine him having like a snaky crank. You know what kind of would be surprising, but also kind of comforting uh-huh. if it was just a normal crank. Yeah, like a little small, just like a thin a thin white duke. Just a, right. yes, exactly. Yeah, a thin white dong. Uh huh. Thin white yeah. dong. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just like it, it's like hey, you know his it his his persona, his sex wizard persona was not. The result of a crank, but just, you know. No, I think he's really in tune with people's vibes. Sure. He just gets on their wavelength and just... It's like when a... Like a theremin. Like when... I was going to say like when an army is crossing a bridge and the bridge collapsed because they got right on the the right wavelength. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Sort or like, like a rope bridge. When you when they're no, when they're like hike, ah, when they're like sorry. marching, and they're all marching at the same time, and that gong 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 that makes the entire bridge collapse because it's exactly the wavelength. It's David Bowie was like that, only with dick and pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just <clears throat> whatever you've got, he'll fucking blow that shit up. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. It's his yeah. version of the brown note. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. The thin white note. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Let's take a quick break. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, Jordan Jesse Go listeners. It's Jesse here to remind you that, of course, every Jordan Jesse Go is brought to you by all of the members of Maximum Fun. And this week, we're also brought to you by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Now, look, I don't need to tell you, hiring can be a challenge. But if you need somebody to tell you, why not ask Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner? You know, Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. So she went to ZipRecruiter.com, posted her job, and found the right person in less than two weeks. That's the Hebner way. ZipRecruiter's technology finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. Not just Gretchen Hebner's job, your job. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Go. Remember what we always say, friends. Zip Recruiter comes out at night. Zip Recruiter comes out at night. Ha ha ha. 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Helen Zaltzman, the imaginary friend you don't talk to anymore. Here's what happened at Costco. Hmm. I just went there because I realized that I could go to Costco, which would be technically helping my family, but I wouldn't have to look at them or talk to them, interact with them. Mm-hmm. Or hear them. Or hear them. I tried to or get smell them. I tried mm-hmm. to get my elder two children to come with me. But well, they so weren't. You could happy. like lose them in a barrel of mayonnaise or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's a great way to get rid of unwanted kids. <laughs> Just, and that's uh, why I went Daddy, to Disney alone. Uh, Daddy dropped his wallet in that mayonnaise. <laughs> but my my Costco system is I go maybe quarterly. Yeah. And just see how close to $1,000 I can spend at Costco. Wow. I feel like every dollar I'm spending at Costco, I'm saving money somehow. That's how it works, right? And I'm not buying, like, I don't buy any of the goofy shit. They do sell some goofy shit at Costco. It's been so long since I've been to a Costco. I have, like, childhood memories of Costco. It's exactly the same. Okay. Costco has not changed at all since your childhood. Zero percent. Today, the only goofy thing I bought was a salad dressing holder. Wow, that's wacky. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking say, about? Yeah, when you say, I guess I I can't picture the goofy stuff at Costco. Well, they've got like I mean, water slides. Yeah, you could get really? like yeah, yeah British you, one. Huh? What is you, British Costco called? Is it just called Costco? It's called Costco. Okay. Short for Sir Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, you could buy like a diamond ring at Costco. Okay. You can buy yeah. a wheelchair at Maybe Costco. Maybe not. I wouldn't guess I wouldn't call that goofy. Well, but... it was a little goofy to go. Sure. To, I mean, it's... I bought this wedding band at Costco. Oh. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, you could go and you could buy real frivolous stuff. The only frivolous thing is I, I will usually buy uh, liquor for my wife mm-hmm. because I, while I, I mean, we've covered this on the show before. While I don't drink, I do enjoy going and buying liquor. Buy the jug. It makes me feel like a king. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, got six hundred forty dollars spent. You yeah. know, bought all, all four months worth of every possible home product: mm-hmm. paper C- towels, paper uh, towels, uh, toilet sure. paper, dishwashing detergent, laundry detergent, dryer sheets, diapers, butt wipers. <laughs> the I'm talking the whole nine yards. Yeah, soup to nuts, Jordan. Sure, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I buy a. I'll buy. I'll buy eight of those nice yellow mangoes that I like. My Costco memories are are being left at the electronics section to play Super Mario 4 because we had a Genesis and it was on Super Nintendo. So I could wow. play it at the Costco. Ooh. I could play Super Mario 4 at the Costco. Who needs theme parks? You don't. You just uh, park your kid at Costco and then like <laughs> running and getting a sample of Bagel Dog and then running back so I didn't lose my turn. Yeah, so it sounds great. Yeah, do they still have super? Do they still have Super Mario Four there? It's all Genesis now. Fuck! They have. We have one at home. Why go to Costco? They have Game Gear and Master System. I can play Vector Man at home. I mean, do you have a Game Gear? Huh? Do you have a Game Gear? No, my dad took it away. (laughs) Bring my grades up. Did it work? No. (laughs) The grades aren't because of the Game Gear. It's just I'm bad at math. Hey, Jordan. What? If you get straight A's, I'll buy you one of those magnifying glasses that goes on top of the screen and makes it look better. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Cool. When something momentous happens to you, Helen, yes. like you get straight A's mm. and Uncle Jesse buys you one of those magnifying glasses that makes your Game Gear screen oh. look bigger. Daring your game's going to gonna look great. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's going to look slightly distorted. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's not intended to be played like that. <laughs> kind of going to give you a headache, but, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Aren't they selling those again so you can watch a film on your iPhone but through a big magnifying <laughs> glass? Oh, yeah. They're Game Gear in. technology is back. Yeah. That sounds fun. I'm in for that. Sure. I thought about buying a giant monitor. I was looking at those giant monitors thinking, I went to a party. I went to a kid's birthday party mm-hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday we talked about. One of the things that went down at this party is they went to Costco and just bought a 70-inch television for this party. Wow, party TV. And I'm at Costco. Don't think I wasn't thinking about it, Jordan. Just buying a party TV? Just whatever the biggest TV there is. I don't know. But do you only watch it when there's a party? Between, sure. It's like the good furniture. I just want to own it. It's just covered in plastic the rest of the time. Yeah, and then you unwrap the TV. Everybody grabs grabs their brewskis and their white claws. You head out on the lawn, watch a couple episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. I feel like it's (laughs) primarily about, like, uh, it used to be that all flat screen televisions cost $2,000. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not buying a $2,000 TV. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now, if you spend the amount of money that all of those TVs used to cost... You get a novelty size TV. Oh, sure. Like a fuck you TV. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe I want a fuck you TV. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Shit, I don't know. Into your mind. Look, in your, look into your heart. My perfectly reasonable 42-inch television. Suddenly looks skimpy. Yeah, well, when you go to a party, there's a 70-inch television with the football in there. That they're just using for the party. Yeah, but that's just going to reactivate my squint, just trying to see all of the dimensions it, of that. It oh, was yeah. outdoors. The 70-inch television was outdoors. That is a dangerous game to play. Even in Los Angeles, it rained today. They had televisions inside the house, but they didn't want to bring them out, so they went to Costco and bought a 70-incher. How long was the extension cord? Tell us more. We don't need to get to calls. Let's hear about the hookup. What about if the light hit the screen? What did they do? That's true. How did The Handmaid's Tale look? Did they get get a gazebo from Costco to erect over the party television? Oh, yeah. You got to have a party gazebo for your party TV. I feel like the ultimate power move of all power moves would be to have a children's birthday party mm-hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday. Say, don't worry, we bought a 70-inch television, we're setting it up outside. Set up that television, put on The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, be great. <laughs> all right, everybody, gather around. We're going to watch Russian Doll. <laughs> going to binge some premium streaming TV. Okay, Brian, when something momentous happens to you, blah, 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 206-984-4-FUN, or email your voice memos to jjgo at maximumfun.org. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, Gus, and Brian, of course. Uh, this is Roe from Chicago. I just wanted to call in with a momentous occasion. I was just listening to episode 619. Um, you guys are talking about napping and, and fapping, which I'm really into but uh thing is you know the asmr talk uh i've never really got it never felt asmr from that any 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 asmr videos uh but now i'm sitting here listening to jordan going and all that and uh it happened so thank you just relax yeah <laughs> wow, it's nice to be. I'm this guy's. I'm this guy's first ASMR. Yeah, that's that's a good feeling. You're basically halfway to having your own subreddit now. <laughs> that's the dream. That's the dream. Ugh. You know what? If you don't mind 
sharing it a little, why don't you head over? Jordan's ASMR stuff can be on slash r slash Boz Skaggs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting involved in that cesspool. No, not a lot of toxic fans. Those Boz Skaggs fans are toxic. Yeah, too many. Too many Lido shufflers over too there. Too many Lido shufflers. They're worse than the Star Wars prequel guys. Yeah. Uh, Helen, you have a podcast and also a lovely voice. Do Thanks. you? Do people tell you they get ASMR feelings from you? Uh, I don't know if they use the term ASMR. They sometimes use terms that are slightly more lascivious than that. Oh dear! Oh no! It's oh it's flattering, I guess, in a way. <laughs> There's occasionally uh, some men who write saying they love to hear me swear. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to provide that service. As well. <laughs> Oh, you're you know, very positive. A download you're... is a download. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, she loves her listeners. Yeah. Look, Radiotopia is donor supported. <laughs> yeah. Fan service is fan service. Right. That's, Give me money and I'll say whatever pay, word just... you'd like to fap to. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's Squarespace. Rate us five. Yes, exactly. Rate us five stars. Uh, donate in the Max Fun Drive and I'll make all the goddamn clicking noises you want. <laughs> like Jordan... a little dolphin. Yeah. Talking to my dolphin buddies. Jordan, Helen, should we, just in case, like we obviously, we haven't collected the fap words from our audience, but do we want to just throw out a couple of words just in case we want to fap to them? Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. We can just throw out what we think is our most uh, fappable fappable word. Uh, I'll start. Yeah. <clears throat> Kraken. Cantaloupe. Deciduous. Mm. Evergreen. Broad bean. Fap. <laughs> Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Clot. <laughs> Old Deuteronomy. <laughs> Am I doing this right? No, I mean, no none of us saying. are. None of us are doing this right. This is all incorrect. How does self-pleasure How work? Do, I don't know. Where do babies come from? Costco. Costco. Yes, you get a flat of babies. No, that's where you get a rotisserie chicken. You get 12 babies each with a toothpick stuck into their heads. (laughs) It was one of those days at Costco where everybody, you know how there's there's an area where the rotisserie chickens come out from behind a wall? I don't, uh uh-uh. There's like a warmer, there's like like a wall mounted. (laughs) Time for the the swimsuit competition. There's like a wall-mounted warming rack. Wow. That's, you know, five feet tall, six, eight feet wide. And it's got, you know, rails, and the chickens come in from in where they get cooked, and they come out to where you can pick them up. And uh, it was one of those things. There's no chickens on there. There's a bunch of old ladies with their arms crossed staring daggers at that mm. shit. Fucking When's intimidating. The chicken the, coming? Yeah, the ne- next chicken that comes out is mine, baby. Rotate it faster. <laughs> exactly. Don't know how cooking works. They think it has to do with rotational speed. Okay, let's take another call, huh? Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and I guess Jordan from a parallel universe that's ruled by a fascist state snake regime. Close. Uh, my momentous occasion is that I just came out to my parents as transgender, and it went really well. Anyways, love the show, you guys. Bum, 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 Head to Costco and treat yourself to a flat of stag chili. (laughs) (laughs) 
God, I'd love to do that. I can't, you know, there's no room in my house for the canned goods and shit. Yeah. Why? Because you filled it with toilet paper. I can only, the only, the, it's got to be the, there's only a, there's a few staples, the paper goods, the the soaps. Jesse, These are the main things that I'm buying. You gotta have your Warhol wool. And then I'll yeah. buy that I'll buy a thing of mangoes and a thing of apples and a thing of asparagus. A bushel of apples. And you know, I'll just have asparagus three times in the week, you know, and then knock out that asparagus. But man, I'd love to have a fucking flat of stag Flat of stag. You know what you know what else I'd love to have? Flat of garbanzo beans. Oh sure, yeah. Those are useful. You can throw those, throw those in a salad. Could, couldn't you line make like your own your, hummus? Your fence with them, just stack them behind the fence, like a reinforcement for the fence. <laughs> that might work, Helen. This idea is, is, if anything, too good. Yeah, <laughs> it'll also uh, make it uh, more difficult for intruders. God. Yeah. Well, the- unless they're stealing the. The That's cans true. Of chili. Unless they're after, unless they're chili thieves. You guys don't think that they have cans of corned beef hash at Costco, do they? I can. I bet they do. I'm on record of how I feel about a can of corned sure. beef hash. I, that's my favorite can. Yeah. They've probably got a water slide which has just corned beef hash gushing down it. What do you mean? I guess I can't. <laughs> when you say they sell water slides in at the Costco, one, they had a fucking water slide. Yeah, they in, they have a seasonal area that will have like a 12 foot by 12 foot gazebo. Yep. Ha, like. It'll like, have pool floats. Like you need to assemble it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's assembled in the store for display. It's just above you. Yes. Huh. It's up in the sky. Oh, boy, I'd hate to get squashed by one of those, huh? I'd what love a, it. Would you rather <laughs> get squashed by that or a 70-inch television? Oh, I well. I think I'd take gazebo. Yeah, gazebo death is much more dignified. than Because if the TV fell on you, everyone would be like, I was watching The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> now I can't see because this guy's brains are all over it. Honestly, guys, I wasn't going to talk about this, but getting squashed by a gazebo is the only way I can get an erection. Oh, wow. <laughs> so where did I get all these kids? I'm amazed they still let you in Costco. Squashed by three gazebos and here I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this. So, so can you go down the slide in the Costco? I didn't because I assumed that it wouldn't have been built with people doing that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hanging from the ceiling. Like the bottom of it is at the height of the pile of boxes of things. Okay. Yeah. So like there's an area and it's just like you get as many uh, sunblocks as you need, as many giant beach towels as you need, You're as many in pool floats. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know what? Next, that's the area. Next weekend, I'm going to do one of two things. I'm either going to go to Disneyland and finally see Galaxy's Edge, or I'm going to go to Costco for the first time since 1999. Why not both? I'll, well, I, I I'll get the multi-park ticket. <laughs> right, yeah, where you go to Disneyland, <laughs> California Adventure, and Costco. <laughs> I'm taking votes. I'm taking votes. Where do you, what do you want to What do you want to hear my impressions of Galaxy's Edge or Costco? Let's 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 sound off. Sound off. I'm not not you guys, the fans. I mean, all I'm saying is this: mm-hmm. I ain't never seen Al Madrigal at Disneyland. Have you seen him at Costco? Yeah, he was oh, at Costco cool. one time. <laughs> yeah. It was great. That sounds fun. I was like, "Hey, Al!" Gave him a big hug. That's said great. hi to his kids. Yeah, they were having the time of their lives because it's the happiest place on earth. Yeah, <laughs> they got those chicken bakes. Sure, they'd grown up on all of the Costco cartoons. Right, they were wearing yes. the costumes of the Costco princesses. <laughs> Get yourself one of those berry <laughs> the parfaits. Costco princesses. There's, there's, yeah. uh, there's, uh, there's just like a giant French's well, mustard princess. Costco, yeah, there's Costco, Sandra Von <laughs> Chicken. Costco princesses have a lifelong return policy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nice. 
So there you go. It's Except for the asparagus princess. 206-984-4FUN. She smells weird. Our telephone <laughs> number, only when she pees. 206-984-4FUN <laughs> is our telephone number. JJGo at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey everyone, it's I, John Hodgman of the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. And I, Elliot Kalin of the Flophouse Podcast. And we've made a whole new podcast, a 12-episode special miniseries called I, Podius, in which we recap, discuss, and explore the very famous 1976 BBC miniseries about ancient Rome called I, Claudius. We've got incredible guests such as Gillian Jacobs, Paul F. Tompkins, as well as star of I, Claudius, Sir Patrick Stewart. And his son, non-sir, Daniel Stewart. Don't worry, Dan. You'll get there someday. iPodius is the name of the show. Every week for MaximumFun.org for only 12 weeks. Get them at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you've reached Dr. Game Show. Leave your message after the beep. Dr. Game Show is my favorite podcast and the only podcast my parents let me listen to because I'm 12. But even old people love this show. Basically, you call in, play games, and have fun. If you win a game, a baby will send you a magnet in the mail. I have so many magnets and put them all over my locker, and pretty much everyone at school is jealous because they are very cool custom magnets, and it also means that I'm really good at winning games. And they even let me practice my record live on the air. Listening to this show is like going to a real doctor, but pretty much kind of better. Dr. Game Show Rock. Listen to Dr. Game Show on Maximum Fun. New episodes every other Wednesday. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Not sure how I got up here. What a wacky voice. Yeah, it was <laughs> totally by accident. <laughs> uh, I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Helen Zaltzman, Costco princess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Helen, what's it? He what's it? You thing? wish upon a flat of stag chili. <laughs> Helen, what's the top thing you'd like to buy? Uh, you, you as with your peripatetic lifestyle, it's mm. probably difficult for you to shop at a membership only <laughs> discount store. But hugely inconvenient. Although I did, use, I have a, an expired Costco membership card that I use as my photo ID in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> right. As I have no driver's license, but they, re- they respect the Costco. It counts. <laughs> yes. What are you using that to get into? Clubs? You know me. Yeah. Love, love, love to club. Love to club. Well, Sam's Club, for example. Can you fly? Can you get on like an oh, airplane? It's, it's official government ID, right? Yeah. Um, no, uh, it's just I, I don't even drink alcohol. But sometimes when you're going to an establishment to eat that sells alcohol, they want to ID you, which is how I got thrown out of a pizza place in Seattle. Oh, <laughs> it was it was uh, grim stuff. And they- that's how I learned. Take your Costco card out with you. <laughs> Seattle's not fucking around. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, boy. They don't want you on that pizza at midnight. But they're pro-discount. Are they? Yeah, well, they took their Costco card. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Plus, at Costco pays well, living wage and everything. I've heard that. I heard it's a nice place to work. Yeah. 
And uh, all the fucking Super Mario 4 you can play. I bet they. I bet it's not out on the floor anymore no, because again, they set it up in the employee break lounge. They've gone all Sega. They have a Master System in addition to the Genesis and the Game Gear. Okay. Um, but there is no Dreamcast. No, they're not up to Dreamcast. They're just slowly... They went back in time and they're just doing Sega consoles. They now. had Dreamcast for a while. Right. Uh, but people got really into talking to Seaman. Right, sure. And they weren't shopping as much because yeah. they were too busy getting, <laughs> trying to make Seaman love them. Yeah. It's a grumpy fish with a human face uh, uh, that lives inside your Sega Dreamcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I had um, access to a friend's Sega Mega, but the only game we had was the 1992 Barcelona Olympics game. Oh, that's, <laughs> I Which, played that Barcelona Olympics game. It slaps. Yeah. They never got it. No, no, that was the peak of Olympics games. <laughs> right. What 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 events do they have in that? I think just hurdles. Right. <laughs> just hurdles. Remember. Somebody's composing an angry email to us right now. Well, actually, yeah. Um, look, we're we're just deploying hyperbole. So who was Dan doing the decathlon against Dan meet Dave or something? Well, I have no Dan idea. Dan versus what Dave. About. It was like a series of television commercials about decathletes that was Dan versus someone. Boy, was, I don't remember this. This is actually a Duplass film. Nike commercials. <laughs> Dan's decathlon. This, right. This does sound like a Mark Duplass joint from 2002. Brian should have already right. found what it's called by now. They did one called the Dodecapentathlon, the Duplasses. Oh, yeah? Maybe that's what you're thinking of. That's probably what you're Dan and Dave. There you go. What are they advertising? Jordan was too Do busy sing- watching the movie Meet Dave. Right. Uh-huh. Do they think Soul Man? Or done in real life. Reebok. It was Reebok? Huh. Man, that was a lot of uh a lot of brand equity that Nike built up with me with just from me not paying attention to the fact it was a Reebok ad. I guess so. Well Reebok always the bridesmaid. Yeah. Wow. Well, Helen Zaltzman. Jesse Thorne. You can find her on the podcast The Allusionist, A L L U S I O N I S T. I can't spell something like that. Yes. The Allusionist, <laughs> uh, meaning a person who makes illusions. Sure. Um, it's uh, it's her podcast about close up magic. <laughs> oh, you're just setting them up for disappointment, which is how I like to get people into my work. <laughs> right. Mad right off the bat. Yeah. Jordan, let me ask our audience this. Uh, hey there, you with the earphones on? Are you a word nerd? <laughs> oh, <laughs> very, very it's your sad. own fault you started the show you uh, picked what it's about <laughs> now your friends are all word nerds or curd nerds <laughs> god i'd love to see if we started a cheese podcast yeah. you already have a cheese podcast with hodgman i have one episode of, i have a one and done cheese podcast with hodgman that's what kind of cheese was it about? Uh, we just talked about our life in cheese. Wow, we were both. That's just one episode. It's just one episode. Well, I've, we were. I've heard about Hodgson's life uh, serving in a cheese shop in London. Yeah, with some kind of bad romance that happened to him. A Jordan served in a cheese romance in uh, uh, Silver Lake. Really, a Silver Lake cheese store. Yeah, I'd say cheese. I was very bad at it. Um, yeah, we were going to when. Listen, Max Fun Drive's coming up. Yeah. Last year, we said, Hodgman and I said we would record an unprecedented second episode of our cheese podcast. Yeah. Shooting the breeze. Yeah. Shooting the cheese, surely. Uh, B-R-I-E-S. No, breeze. Oh, B-R-I-E-S. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you're, that might be better, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> A little clear. Uh, spelling ch- jokes aren't great. 
We tried really hard to get Allison Bree or Drew Brees, the football quarterback, mm-hmm. and failed at both. But Bree Larson also said no. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people turned us down. But we She's did get it. too busy. We did get a clear no from Bree Larson. That's true. Yeah, so that was pretty good. She's probably That's been a true on story. a lot of cheese podcasts. Yeah. Um, so we, we said if we reached a certain level in the Max Fun Drive, we would record a second episode because, you know, I think Hodgman and I both agree this is – by and large, the most popular thing either of us have ever done. True. You um, know why? I'm not there. <laughs> like, finally. <laughs> yeah, he's the explanation. Those two guys. Um, we, although we did very well in the Max Fun Drive last year, we did not reach that level. So we did not oh. record the second episode uh, as much as we wanted to. Um, maybe the fans didn't want it. Maybe they didn't. They're, they're like, just, oh, like, I'm going beneath. Yeah, oh, I, that's the last thing I need. I'm is lactose another... intolerant, even right. podcast-wise. If the, if the, all the lactose intolerant felt like we were taunting them. Um, but I'm, I, I'll have to run this by Hodgman, but I think we can put it back on the table for this year. Max Fun Drive is coming up, and um, if Hodgman's game, I'm game. We can revisit the idea of doing another episode of Shooting the Breeze, but... Uh, um, but there has to be an impressive showing in the Max Fund Drive. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, we're only about a week away from the launch of Hodgman and Elliot Kalin's podcast, a recap podcast of the television miniseries I, Claudius, uh-huh. called iPodius. <laughs> so if you want more niche, uh, <laughs> more funny in concept than in execution podcasts, uh, consider giving a little bit in the Max Fun Drive when that comes up. We're working on our Max Fun bonus episode right now. Brian's putting it together. Yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. This is what we're going to do, Helen. Yes. I'll tell you this right now. We can talk about it. We, let's let's just talk about it. it. You're going to tape in Costco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we probably should. Just taste testing various kinds of stag chili. In one of their six-person tents that they have fully yeah. assembled. <laughs> let's do the gazebo. Um, let's find a way to <laughs> grappling hook up to the ceiling and tape in the gazebo. I mean, there's probably some tents out there, too. That'd be, we could zip in there. That'd be nice. So this is what we're going to do. Well, you're, you're familiar with the idea of a drinking game, right? Uh, yes, when you just... Drink a cup of tea really fast, right? But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then go <laughs> right to bed. <laughs> while singing a song. Uh, our, our show, our, our bonus episode is going to be a regular episode of Jordan Jesse Go with a very special guest. Do we decide who the guest is? Uh, ben Harrison, I think. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to try and get Ben Harrison. <laughs> Brian, change it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've invited Ben yet. Have we? Okay. Ben Harrison from uh, Greatest Generation and, uh, and so forth. Uh, we're going to do a Jordan Jesse Go drinking game, only we have to drink. But since I don't drink, we're going to buy me a marijuana soda. Ah. Yeah. So we do, we do not know the drinking rules. Only Brian will know the rules. So over the course of the episode, Brian will let us know when to drink. And I think Jesse's going to drink a wheat soda. And Ben and I will be drinking some sort of uh, trendy alcoholic seltzer brand to be determined. I'm I think Bud Light brand. If, yeah, if we can find the Bud Light brand, I'm down for it. But I, I mean, they had an ad for it in the Super Bowl. It can't be that hard to find. That's true. Will he allow you bathroom breaks? Or is that the purpose of the drinking game, just to see whose bladder explodes? Oh, no, first? we'll be pissing in our pants. <laughs> and that's an no. extra drink. If you piss in your pants, you have to drink. It's we'll like, have sneak leaks that's like a little oh, yeah. thing for truckers so they don't have right. to pull over to pee. Yes. Love a trucker. Good I know about this because my friend from college, Matt Dobbs' dad, sold them over the phone. That's fun. He had to answer his home phone. Hello, Dobbs Enterprises. How can I help you? <laughs> home of the Sneak-A-Leak. <laughs> yeah, he mostly sold Central American imports until he hit on the Sneak-A-Leak and started having a lot of success. Wow. 
<laughs> I haven't thought a lot about Matt Dobbs' dad in a while. <laughs> it's fun to think about from time he, to time. His his life motto was suck the juices. Right. Yeah. That's very graphic. And then pee them out, apparently. <laughs> yeah. You've got Doing to keep him away from the rotisserie chicken rack at Costco. Yeah. A lot of juices <laughs> in there. Drying them out. A lot of juices. <sighs> we have a lot of fun on this show. Helen also is uh, one of the hosts of uh, the podcast Answer Me This. That's right. With and Ollie Man, they answer questions of all kinds, relationship sure. questions. Sure. General knowledge questions. Absolutely. Uh, other questions. Moral stuff. Moral. Pop <laughs> culture. You know, whatever's a problem. Yeah. I'm a big – Helen, I think you know this, but – I'm a big fan of the show. I listen to every episode. That's very devoted of you because some of them are not strong. But some of them are. <laughs> so just concentrate on the good. Uh, I have another podcast as well, which uh, I'd imagine is not your favorite one. Um, oh, it's this Veronica Mars yeah, podcast. It's uh, Veronica Mars Investigations, recapping the televisual series Veronica Mars. Wow. Just finished season one. How? Oh, have you seen the new Veronica Mars? I've seen four of the eight new Veronica Marses. Are they any good? Uh yeah, kind of, but um, I have been spoiled for what happens at the end, and the tweet deck column I have set up for the term Veronica Mars tells me that pretty much every fan is furious about it. Um, I, I'll say this about uh, Veronica Mars. You might presume that I don't like Veronica Mars, but I do like Veronica Mars. It's a good Mars. show. I like Veronica Mars 60% a lot. 60% a good show is what I've discovered through recapping it intensively. <laughs> yes, yeah, some, sometimes it goes off course. Yeah, didn't we all? Uh, but you know what? I I haven't watched the new Veronica Marses, the newest. I watched the movie, but I haven't yes. watched the newest episodes. Uh, but I will say this. I like the idea of these new Veronica Marses uh, because both the actor and character are adults, so I don't have to feel weird about having a crush on them. Yay! Yeah. So that, there you go. Something I really like about the new. And plus, <clears throat> Ira Glass was in the movie, so that was fun. Yes, I don't. I haven't seen him in the reboot yet. But uh, Rob Thomas had watched the TV show of Fargo and wanted to write Veronica Mars much more like Fargo. Hmm. Still, heads he's up. a he's a very nice man. Rob Thomas was on the Sandy America once, a very long time ago, on a live show uh, that we did in West Los Angeles. Uh, one of our, probably our first LA live show. And uh, he sent me an email. He said, I might be a little late to the show. Uh, it's my little brother's 18th birthday. And I was like, oh, you have a little brother who's only 18? He's like, no, like big brothers, big sisters. Like Aww. I've been his mentor for 12 years. <gasps> wow. And he's going away to college and he's having his 18th birthday. That's beautiful. It was gorgeous. He's a very guy. sweet man. Very nice man. Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20. Uh, Helen's yeah. <laughs> different guys, right? Different yeah, guys, different guys. Guy, okay. that would be awesome if the guy from Matchbox Twenty also made that great TV show. Yeah, I God, it's, 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 we're, the show's over. But I, I drove by the Hollywood Bowl today. Matchbox Twenty is playing the Hollywood Bowl. Jesus Christ! Yeah, right. Anyway, I can't name one of their songs. Is that okay? <sighs> yeah, don't name them. You don't need them. You don't need them. Yeah. Stick with Veronica Mars. That's good. Sure. Stick with Veronica, Veronica Mars and Third Eye Blind. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer over there. Uh, you can find us on the internet. MaximumFun.org is a website. MaximumFun.reddit.com. That's like a discussion board. Sure. Uh, Twitter.com is a popular website. You can put your hashtag JJGo. And that will help others find your comments, mm -hmm. including us. We'll take a look at your comments. Sure. Love oh, a comment. Love to see what you – who knows? Maybe I'll fave it. Hmm. 
Maybe Whoa. Daddy will fave. Sure, get that. Get those sweet faves. You hey, need them. Hey, Curly Dad, you gonna you gonna fave a little? Don't call me that. <laughs> Can I, call you I know Cur- we're supposed to yes and on this. Sorry, Curly. Goddamn, don't call me that. Curly, you Dad. know I'm having my hair chemically altered to look like J. Jonah Jameson, so I can get a job late in life as a J. Jonah Jameson character and the Marvel's Avengers Campus coming soon to California Adventure. Get me pictures of Spider Man. You're fired. I'm great at this. Chomping on my classic cigar. He probably won't chomp on a cigar in the land. It's bad, you know. You don't want to promote smoking. Oh, that's a good point. Mm. What if they do want to promote smoking? (laughs) Maybe he will. Then he'll have his famous cigar. Yeah. Just chomp on. Presume. Just chomp on one of those delicious Disneyland churros. Don't presume. Bring me pictures of Spider Man. I like churros. I love churros. Give me some Dole Whip. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.